the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In last week's gospel, we saw how our loving Lord reaches out to each person in the example of the paralytic, saying, do you want to be healed? He calls us through many difficult struggles, through the painful things in life, and says, do you want to be healed? Today we see the next part of our conversation with him. Do you want to be healed? Yes. Then what? Jesus' conversation with the Samaritan woman is one of the longest conversations recorded in any of the Gospels. There's much that could be said about all the words that he offers to her and their interaction and how he gently leads her along. Fotini, as we know, is the name of the Samaritan woman, went on to be quite an apostle, preaching Christ first to her own city so that all the people came out and then went on to, to travel and, and eventually become a martyr for Christ with all of her family. She met Christ at Jacob's well. That well still exists to this day. It's the well that Jacob had, Jacob the patriarch, almost 4,000 years ago, this well. And the well is still there today. It's a holy site. There's a church there. Uh, there was a recent martyrdom of a, of a holy monk there. It's very much alive in the world. But this well was a well in Samaria. And it was a place that people would go to draw water. Samaria, as you may know, is a place that the Jewish people didn't go, didn't interact with the Samaritans because they considered them to be lesser than them. And, J and Christ is traveling through Samaria on foot. And it says in the gospel, very interestingly, he stopped there because he was weary. It shows his humanity. The Almighty Lord is wearied, and so he comes to this well and he asks for water. And we hear in the beginning of the gospel her shock at having a Jew and a man speak to her and ask her for water. And the imagery within this, uh, this story is very deep because a well is a source, it's a spring, it's a place where life comes out. And you can't really understand that quite the same way living in Oregon as you would living in the desert. How important a well is and how everything of life is centered around the source of water. And the places that don't have water have no life or people can't live there. So this water is life-giving and yet, as our Lord reveals, he is the source of living water. Because the water that we have is water for this life he offers us water for eternal life. As he said, the water I shall give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. In the gospel today, we really see our Lord's humility, his immense humility. The creator of the universe is asking for a glass of water. It's hard to comprehend the profound humility of that moment and perhaps if we hear the gospel again and again, year after year, we forget that. That he who is the source of life is asking for something to sustain his earthly life. He shows his humility by even going to Samaria. He shows his humility by speaking with this woman. 
a woman who undoubtedly is very unclean in the eyes of the Jewish law. Elder Zacharias says this, the gospel reading about the Samaritan woman reveals the way of Christ, who, as he said, did not come to be served, to dominate, to rule, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. The maker of the heavens and earth meets the Samaritan woman who was a sinner and an enemy of Israel and puts himself below her, seeking help from her as if he had need of her so that she might feel honored. It was not a custom for a rabbi to speak to a woman and the disciples show surprise when they find him talking to her. But he shows his humility even more even by the, the fact that he needs water shows what? He was walking. He wasn't riding on an animal. Everywhere that he went, he was walking. The king of kings, the Messiah, walking. The only time that he wasn't walking was when he went into Jerusalem in that glorious entry into Jerusalem. Otherwise, he's walking from here to there, wearying his earthly body, and yet he is our creator. So his humility is... I can't help but read this hymn. So this is from last night, and it reminds me of that hymn that we sing during Holy Week that really gets at the very heart of his humility. Finding the woman of Samaria by the well of Jacob, Jesus, who covered the earth with clouds, asked water of her. Oh, the wonder, he who rides on the cherubim converses with a woman who is a harlot. He who hung the earth upon the waters asks for water. He who pours out springs and pools of water seeks water, as he wishes truly to draw her who is hunted by the warlike foe, and to quench with the water of life the thirst of her who is aflame with her desires, as he alone is compassionate and loves mankind like that hymn that is sung when the cross is processing on Holy Thursday, the great mystery, the great paradox, which only can be explained by the humility of God. God, who is everything and is above us, has placed himself below us. We cannot comprehend this enough. We must continually to rem remember this. In our Lord's profound humility, his meekness, his lowliness, he transformed her. You see, she wasn't seeking healing. She was coming to get some water. She came to the well and was put off guard, was apprehensive. But Christ, in his deep humility, draws her along, converses with her, draws her in until she desires transformation. A woman who had five husbands and now was not even with a husband, was living in adultery, had no outward expression of a desire to change. In this moment, she's transformed and completely changed. And in, from that moment, she becomes like an apostle, rushing back to the town to tell everyone about this man who could be the Messiah. And how is she transformed? By Christ's humility. So back to that question of, do you want to be healed? The answer, yes, our Lord answers that. He says, 
Then take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And this is how we are healed. We are healed through humility. We're healed through humility because that is the way of Christ, but also because that is where we meet Christ. We meet him in the humility of himself. If you want to be healed, humility is the answer. And receiving the living water, we have to go down to the well. That word piyi, well, also means a spring. It's a source. And in the hymns, sometimes we don't see that, that play on words that's throughout all of the hymns around this weekend. That he is a well, he's a spring, he's the source of life. And this is where we must go to meet him, down into the well, down into the well to meet our Lord in his humility, because he places himself lower than us. And this is how he drew the Samaritan woman to him, not by being above, but by being below her. The visitation with Fotini is a microcosm of our own life, because our Lord doesn't just meet Fotini there, he meets each and every one of us there. He comes to us in a lowly way, placing himself below us, saying, do you want to be healed? And in his descent, in his condescension to be lower, we too must descend to meet him. We must go there. Our ego says, no, I don't want to be healed. Our ego doesn't even hear our Lord asking us. And so all of our spiritual life is about cutting off the ego and entering into humility because humility is a journey inward. It's a place where, there's, where we see our sins and passions more clearly. This is what happened in the gospel. Again, we read the gospel and we don't think about the emotion that's going on within that. He says to her, yes, you don't have a husband. You had five husbands and now and the one you're living with is not your husband. Think about this. He just revealed that in front of her. Her sins were exposed. This is what happens to us as well. Our sins are exposed to us. What do we do then? What do we do? Because our ego says, no, I want to cover that back up, or I want to blame it and push it onto someone else. It is only in the path of humility that we can begin to say, no, that is me. That's mine. You have revealed it, Lord and I accept it as mine. Because ultimately, humility is the path of peace with our neighbor. It's the path with no conflict. A humble person has no conflict. Sure, people might have conflict with the humble person, but a truly humble person is like still waters. Again, that image of water. Someone who is filled with life-giving water. Humility is the place that we meet our Lord. We must make this journey, just as Fotini. The gospel reading for us today is our own journey to that well, because there is where we meet our Lord, we receive the life-giving water, and we inherit eternal life. Amen. Let us all say.